I'm Dr. Sarah Stewart, the owner of Cibolo Family Medicine. I started this practice in order to provide personalized care and treat patients like family. Enjoy same-day visits, no waiting, and personalized care. We have locations in Bernie and San Antonio. Join with a personal family or business plan. Visit CibeloFM.com to learn more and give us a call at 830-428-2500. We look forward to caring for you at Cibolo Family Medicine, CibeloFM.com. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. Welcome to God and our dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow. Spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Stories shared on God and Our Dogs bring aha moments. Aha moments transform us as we see ourselves from God's perspective. Trusting and relying on God renews, creates, and elevates our lives. You can find us at GodandOurDogs.com and on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at God and Our Dogs. Thanks to the folks at Wheeler's Western Outfitters for a great spot to record our show. We are happy to welcome Dr. Sarah Stewart as our guest today. Dr. Stewart is the physician owner of Cibolo Family Medicine with offices in both Bernie and San Antonio. Dr. Stewart is also the mom of three and wife to her business partner, Colin. She is one of those doctors with plenty of time for her patients, always with a caring and empathetic ear. I hardly ever see her without a smile on her face and planning for her next adventure. Welcome, Dr. Sarah Stewart. We're so happy to have you on God and Our Dogs. Oh, thanks, Meg. That was so sweet. Well, it's all true. (laughs) Um, You've had dogs as a child, Mm -hmm. and I think some of our listeners will be real interested in some of your memories about that. Tell us first about the puppies that you had. You had a Cocker Spaniel and a Schnauzer? Yeah, Yeah. we had a a friend that had several dogs, and it was too much for them to care for them because they Mm -hmm. were out of town a lot. And so we took one of the Cocker Spaniels, and he was blonde. He was really sweet. His name was Little Bit, and he had these curly hair on his ears. And then I think we came upon a schnauzer, like a small schnauzer, and they had puppies, and they had six little puppies, and they were so cute. I remember the day that they were born. It was so sweet. Uh And we found homes for them, but um, the the two that the parents stayed with us, and it was a lot of fun growing up. And then you ended up with a black lab. Tell us about the black lab. My sister and I wanted another animal. had been a while. I think Little Bit had passed away not too shortly before then, and we had found Macy. She was a black lab. She was really sweet, and my sister and I shared the responsibilities of feeding her and bathing her and and playing and everything like that. So she was a lot of fun. She was around a really long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, you also had a really unique situation with dogs in your family growing up. Tell us about what your mom did. 
So my mother is a Border Patrol agent. We're excited she's retiring this May. Oh, I bet. So she's she's very excited. But you wouldn't think she was a Border Patrol agent. She was five foot two, really feminine, super fun, energetic, really sweet. And so she went into Border Patrol and... After a few years of being in it, she decided she wanted to do canine training. Mm -hmm. And initially, she brought home one canine that she would have at the house. But this particular canine, this initial canine that they were training her with, had a really big fear to storms, lightning storms. And there was one day that there was a lightning storm coming in. We knew it was. And the dog, unfortunately, would kind of really lose it, go crazy and try to get out of the kennel and like hurt itself trying to get out basically and so we knew it was coming I was asleep I was napping she was trying to put the dog in the kennel and all of a sudden I heard my mom screaming help 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 and I woke up and I heard some dogs fighting but Macy had come between her and the canine that was trying to attack her oh my goodness and so thankfully my mom was uninjured Macy was uninjured and I think they retired that Obviously, they retired that canine. I mm-hmm. mean, the next day, the canine wasn't there. They retired that canine from work. Yeah, didn't quite have the right temperament for that but job. She, but she got another canine, Gusty. Uh, she was a Belgian Malinois, trained in Germany with German commands. And so that was really interesting, having her at the house growing up in high school. My mother would oftentimes use these commands. So my mom is very feminine, very quirky, spunky, super fun. And so it was very jarring when we would be having a good time or a moment in the living room. And then all of a sudden she'd say, Aufliegen! Like, (laughs) in this manly, burly voice. I mean, it was unsettling. Honestly, when she started to have that dog and had to train it and yell at it in these loud German words, I was ready to go. I wasn't sad about going to college. I was, like, ready to get out of the house. (laughs) I was like, what is my mom's possessed? (laughs) But but they were a great pair. She actually, her and Gusty won an award for confiscating the most um, illegal substances in the nation at the southern border. Wow, that is amazing. (laughs) Wow. So she's an awesome woman. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it sounds like, does she still work with dogs? So, unfortunately, so she had Gusty 15 years. Mm -hmm. Um, Gusty had a quinceanera, a 15. She had this cake made, and she had a crown, and she's got this photo of Gusty. And I was like, oh, "Oh my gosh. So eventually, you know, the dogs at a certain age, they retired. They become a so. My mom held on to her as a as a pet, mm-hmm. and so all the training kind of just went out the window. Mom would have some filet mignons out on the kitchen counter, ready. I was visiting from college. I'm like, oh yes, we're gonna have some nice steaks. We walk out in the back. We come back, and Gusty ate all eight of them. <laughs> she got up on the counter, ate all of those fillets. Oh my goodness! So Gusty became really spoiled after her retirement <laughs> in Border Patrol. You know, she passed away. That was really hard for my mom, but it was definitely very interesting. Yeah. Well, Doctor Stewart, you know, it's interesting because um, we've had on God and Our Dogs um, a trainer of war dogs, um, and he uses Dutch. So I'm wondering if Dutch is less off-putting than German commands. I don't know. <laughs> so, 
Hey, we, we should compare notes between your mom and Dennis Blocker, I think. That's I meant good. to, I should have asked my mom and texted her, like, can you remind me all these scary words you would yell? <laughs> but the off-legan was the most jarring and kind of remains yeah. in my memory. Yeah. Well, I think part of it is to train in some sort of a language that is not well known to other people around right. so they can't counter command dog mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah oh my gosh well you know we, I kind of left this hanging a little bit but what Macy did for your mom that day was amazing yeah um, how did they how did she develop a bond like that I mean she wasn't as much of a working dog as the canines but she mm-hmm. must have really developed that protective bond with your mom I think she was she was just loyal I mean we gave her a lot of love Mm -hmm. and she was just naturally protective I mean she was in no means did we take her hunting we didn't do any formal training with Uh her Uh you know we didn't use her as a guard dog you know she was just a fun loving dog that the kids played with Mm -hmm. but she loved our family enough and knew how to recognize it that's really cool so tell us why you don't have dogs now as a mom with your family what my daughter would say is we don't have any pets because daddy has allergies and that's the truth Uh we've had to tell her many times so unfortunately he has allergies to many things including animals Uh Uh um so much so that there was a dog loose in bernie that was a a hunting dog from joshua creek ranch Uh we could tell and the owner was trying to whistle for it we ended up finding it and returning it we called the number and the dog licked Colin's hand and he like immediately swelled up his hand, his oh asthma. He couldn't breathe and he got hives everywhere. So, well, that's that when just it reassured. comes in handy that your mom is your wife, rather, is a doctor. It's like, everybody stay calm. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. but Elise will tell you, we don't have any pets, but. I have a tiger pet and it's a robot. Oh, so okay. we got her this little tiger and you can pet it and it purrs. You know, Costco has the neatest thing. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. well, that's but cool. She gets a lot of love from my sister's dogs. Yeah, and great. other in our family's dogs. <laughs> well, I'm sure that there are a lot of families that can identify with the allergy issue um, and not being able to have pets. And it's great. Now you can be an aunt to a niece dog and a nephew dog. Right. We've had grand dogs but I don't think I've ever had niece mm-hmm. and nephew dogs <laughs> what kind of dogs are they so uh, my sister has a brown lab mm-hmm. um, named Macy and then she has a, a mixed trip I'm not sure what kind of mix he is he's a small dog um, maybe he's some sort of terrier mix but she got him at from the community she adopted him I see so trip and Callie 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 Mm -hmm. awesome well before we learn about trip and Callie I want to take a little break and tell our listeners a little bit about Cibolo Family Medicine I think you guys have been around for six years now Mm -hmm. and I remember meeting you before you even opened your practice and I was so excited because it's kind of a different concept tell us all about Cibolo Family Medicine So we are a membership-based practice, and so what that means is our patients get a lot of individualized care. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't, you know, rush in patients throughout the day. Um, They get to spend a lot of time with their physician um, and develop a relationship to get the care that they need. So they get my cell phone, my email, they can text me. I can spend a lot more time with their medical issues, just diving into it and seeing what's best for them, how, mm-hmm. what's the treatment best, how can we work it up appropriately, and I love it. 
Well, it's awesome. And I can, I can tell people for sure that you do exactly what you just described because you've even gone on webinars with me with my weird little health no. issues. And I, I really appreciated that. So do you have offices in Bernie uh-huh. and then we're in San Antonio? So it's at Camp Bullis and I-10. It's in a bigger building that's with a mortgage company. Mm-hmm. So we're on the second floor over there. So awesome. we've got both locations. And so you have pl- you mentioned your membership. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of plans do you have? So we have, it's a monthly membership and patients can pay quarterly if they want or annually, but most patients pay. It's a monthly membership. Any procedures included, we have really deep discounts on labs and imaging, and we have an in-house phlebotomist that draws a blood work, so you don't have to go elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And we do a lot of urgent care treatments, too, so patients don't have to go elsewhere for mm-hmm. care. That's great. So individuals can join and families mm-hmm. can join, and also businesses, right? You have plans that businesses can set up for their employees? Yes. My youngest patient has been two days old, and my eldest patient turns 103 in June. Well, that's a recommendation. I tell you the it? date of his birthday, but I'm probably not supposed to. No, I don't think so. so. I'm well, just really great. excited, and I love him to death. So, Well, Dr. Stewart, how can people find you? They can Facebook, Google, the Internet. Our Bernie location is at Main Street and Blanco, right across from the Dinger. And if patients are interested in just learning about the practice, they can schedule a free consult. Mm-hmm. It's at no cost. They can see if it fits what they, what need. they need. And I think your website is SibloFM.com, if I'm remembering yes. that correctly. So that's great. Well, thank you so much for your sponsorship of the show You're and bringing the show to our listeners. We're so grateful for that. And not only are you a great sponsor, but also we have Wheeler's Western Outfitters, Kendall County Abstract, the Rivers team with Phyllis Browning, and Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital. And because of all of you, we get to give one of our lucky listeners a treat each month. And this month, it's a $100 Amazon gift card. Go to our website, godnardogs.com, to enter. The winner will be announced there at the end of each month. That's godnardogs.com for an Amazon gift card treat. Discover a new perspective, God and our dogs. This is Pastor Pete Johnson from Christ of the Hills Church, and you're listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Well, we are back on God and Our Dogs with Dr. Sarah Stewart, physician and owner of Cibolo Family Medicine, and I'm Meg Greer, your host. And before the break, we were talking about Dr. Stewart's childhood experience with the family protector, Macy, and also with canines trained by her mom, who is still a A Border border Patrol Patrol agent. agent. Mm -hmm. And additionally, unfortunately, they can have family dogs right now because of her husband's allergies, but she's a dog aunt. So that is really cool. And her kids love hanging out with Trip and also Callie. Now, Tripp was a shelter dog, wasn't he, Dr. Stewart? So tell us about, was he a happy friendly guy or did he have some issues? You could tell he was a sweet dog, but you could also tell that there was some trauma there. He was very skittish. He was scared. He he was nervous. He was oftentimes afraid of men Mm -hmm. and there would be a lot of just constant barking. I think he just didn't know how to handle his surroundings. A challenge sometimes because you don't know the background of those rescue dogs to you. And so how has your sister worked with him over time? 
I'm very proud of my sister. She's a psychotherapist, so she does counseling. So she was like perfect pair for Trip. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so she would, she really provided a safe place for him, and she loved on him. She never used fear as for training. Uh-huh. She never spanked or slapped him. She redirected and rewarded, mm-hmm. and she did a great job with that. And now he's comfortable around men. He's loving. He lets my kids play with him. He's running around just having a good time. So uh-huh. there was a huge transformation. I mean, it took it took a couple of years or maybe at least a year and a half to get through that. But with persistence, she was able to make him a new dog. It's so sweet. It sounds like your daughter just loves on him mm-hmm. when she gets a chance mm-hmm. and even put her princess blanket on him. I know. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, we were visiting my mom and the dog beds were in the living room. And my sister loves Trip because he's real small, and uh-huh. so she can cuddle next to him, and and she can also fit in his doggy bed and lay there. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so she does that too, and she put her princess blanket that has like all the Disney princesses like on his bed for him, and so it was just so silly. It was really humorous. Sweet. It just goes to sweet. show that you know mm-hmm. the relationship. Mm-hmm. that gets developed. And isn't that what God wants from us is to have a relationship. And um, all of those all those things that we think of that are going to happen right away, it's kind of like trip, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It takes some time to develop a relationship, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, oftentimes we think that we can do things on our own. Maybe we're anxious. Maybe we're worried. Maybe we're skittish, just like trip. But if we have a relationship with God and we trust in him, and we pray. He leads us to where we need to go, even if it's not the answer that we want. He has a plan. And I think with persistence in strengthening our relationship with God, we can be healed just like Tripp was healed. Right. And I just think about sometimes we get really impatient and we think things need to happen right away. But just as Tripp showed, it was that persistence, wasn't it? Yeah. made the difference. Mm-hmm. How has that kind of changed how you view your relationship with God from the standpoint of training? So my sister worked with Trip a lot. She, she used a lot of her techniques that she learns in school and also just her loving character, you know, to, to help heal him. And oftentimes when training, we think that we can do it all on our own. And are we doing enough to, to increase our relationship with God? You know, are we doing certain things to bring us closer to heaven? Are we meeting all the check boxes? Mm-hmm. But really, we just need to rely on him and his word. And if we know him, he brings us light and we're no longer walking in the darkness. So really, with training, it's just it's about repetition, about keeping that relationship solid mm-hmm. and connected. And I also kind of hear you saying, too, that Um, sometimes as people, we can worry, you know, I'm not doing it the same way. Like I'm, my methods might not be the same way as your methods are. Mm -hmm. Am I doing it right? Oh my gosh, I need to copy them. Or, um, just have I read enough? Have I done enough Bible studies? Mm -hmm. Do you think that's really what God's concerned about? No. You know, he even tells us to be anxious about nothing. In medical school, I was anxious a lot. You know, am I studying enough? Am I doing enough? I mean, you could spend all day. I mean, I was spending 80 hours a week between school and studying. Um, But actually, Colin came into my life during that time, and he showed me the relationship that I could have with God. 
And he taught me that you don't have to be anxious, that he takes all of that. And I think that's really when I started to understand I can have a relationship with God and I can give him my worries and he can help heal me and guide me. Mm -hmm. So you kind of touched on a little bit. How has that affected your approach as a doctor? Well, in a lot of ways. I pray for my patients a lot, especially the ones that are suffering or having troubles. And oftentimes I can take the burden of feeling responsible for, okay, I need to do the healing. I need to fix this. I don't have all those tools God does. And so I pray that God heals them and brings them comfort and peace and and also calms their anxieties of, mm-hmm. of their suffering. And I, I really find healing with God in, in the work that I do. That's really an important point because stress plays such a huge role in so many of our frailties, our health frailties, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So I can see how, how prayer can be a big tool to help that. Yeah. My mother actually, in our waiting room in Bernie, as a gift for opening the clinic, she got me a picture and it has a few sentence paragraph about, you know, God to hold my hand and help me heal patients and care for them wholeheartedly, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, to treat my patients through God. Yeah. And that was such a sweet thing that she gave me. Yeah. And, and that's truly your approach. I've experienced mm-hmm. it myself. So, well, Dr. Sarah Stewart, how fast our time goes when we're talking about two of our favorite subjects, <laughs> God and dogs. <laughs> so tell everybody again how they can find you. So our website is www.sibilofm.com. You can also find us on Facebook. You can find us right across from the Dinger. And then you can also find us at I-10 and Camp Bliss. That at Cibolo Family Medicine. Well, great. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a real pleasure. Thanks, Meg. Okay. Well, before we close today, I'd like to leave with a thought to ponder. Yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. Training is a system to help our dogs achieve their potential. Is training with God the same kind of system? If God loves me already, what does training mean to him? My thought to ponder today is, am I growing a relationship with God through training, or am I just checking off a to-do list? Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at godandourdogs.com. This is Meg Greer. You've been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you, and thank you for joining us. Listen to God and Our Dogs again on your favorite podcast site, Follow our posts at hashtag God and Our Dogs or find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook at God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer. Please join me again for some new perspective for relying on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective. God and Our Dogs. God and Our Dogs.com. I'm Dr. Sarah Stewart, the owner of Cibolo Family Medicine. I started this practice in order to provide personalized care and treat patients like family. Enjoy same-day visits, no waiting, and personalized care. We have locations in Bernie and San Antonio. 
join with a personal family or business plan. Visit CibeloFM.com to learn more and give us a call at 830-428-2500. We look forward to caring for you at Cibolo Family Medicine, CibeloFM.com.